Yo, Jackplex, answer the fucking phone, dude. Lisa or is this Ro? <laughs> Lisa, I. Why did you laugh? Why can't I laugh? Is this live? Lisa, what did you come here looking for? Entertainment. Let's talk about something fun. You want to talk about something fun? Yeah, I'm trying to support black businesses. Okay, Lisa, give me, give me. Are you there, Lisa? Yes, I'm here. Lisa left. This is Ro. So, I'm speaking to Ro. So, what was the whole uh, point of saying Lisa? What was that all about? I don't know, it's gonna be incognito, but I don't think, you know. So, bro, what did you come here looking for tonight? I just said to call. Don't you have topics? You just wanted to call? Yeah, you said call. I called. Are you offended that I asked you that question? Because I asked you that question because I wanted to know what you wanted so I could give it to you. What, did you come here looking I, for a show? Did you come here for an intriguing conversation? A revelation? Yes. Oh. <laughs> what did you come here for? I want to have one of our good old fun Friday 12 p.m. shift conversations where you would drag me through the mud for no reason. So you want to talk shit about me? <laughs> you dragged me through the mud on Fridays at 12 p.m. for no reason. Like, it's barely even half day. It's 12 p.m. midday? Yeah, right? I don't know. But, you know what I'm trying to say. Don't you have, like, topics? Like, people come on here, they talk about such fun things. Like, why do you want to talk about fun things with me? Um... I don't think you came here to talk about fun things. I think you came here... I could always give you something fun, but I don't think that your purpose is fun. Judging by the fact that you came here and your first instinct was to lie and then take back your lie, I think you've come here for chaos. I'm not here for chaos. I'm here to have... And you, you keep, you keep laughing. You keep laughing whenever I accuse you. Of. You know I like to laugh. I laugh a lot. I can't make him laugh anymore. Okay, so you hate me. What's next? Well, the topic for tonight was... Are you ready? Yeah, I'm writing it down. Are you a good person? Yeah. No, I'm not. 
depends. It depends. Give me, give me one second. Hold on. Okay. Okay, we're back in business. So you said that you're not a good person. I mean, it depends on the context. Because, for example, I've dated guys before and then, like, <laughs> while dated them, I fantasize about cheating on them. I don't think that's something that a good person does. But then also, I'm very helpful, I'm kind, I don't get upset easily, I'm, you know, I know how to adapt, you know? Like, you should know, we work together, so, you know, like, I don't get upset easily, I let a lot of stuff fly. When we work together, you got upset pretty often. <laughs> Those are for valid reasons. So, would you? I was not in my would right you, state of mind. I was being abused. For, okay, so for valid reasons. Would you say that you're a good person for valid reasons and valid reasons only? Yes. Yes. It, it all depends on context. Like, give me a situation and I would tell you how I would honestly respond, and you can judge if I'm a good person. Hmm. Well, see, the, the, the thing about that question is that I don't think it really, I don't think that question can really uh, handle the entire scope of what I'm asking because I think... Overall, I'm a good person. Overall, I'm a good person. But you do think that you're bad when it comes to relationships. When it comes to relationships, I'm bad because I have an idea of what I want and when I don't get what I want, it's... The, the the good side of me is like, you know, let's just work with it. You never know what might happen. And then, like, the other side of me that's very selfish and wants what it wants is like, okay, get in this relationship, but I'm going to sabotage it because I don't want this. So that's what I do. I'm very good at sabotaging relationships. So, so you would just say that you're bad. You're, you're a bad person when it comes to relationships and relationships only for the most part? Yeah. So tell me the worst thing that you've ever done in a relationship. Was it just the, 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 the fantasizing thing? Hmm? Do you think the worst thing you've ever done was just the fantasizing of other people in a relationship? Or is there something else that you've done? I think I think I think the worst thing I've done was probably comparing. And it doesn't sound like a bad thing, but through comparing I allowed like I nitpicked at a lot of small things that weren't all that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things it was just normal things that people do but like i nitpick until like it becomes an issue and i'm like i can't deal with this anymore so i think that's the best thing that i do i'm i compare a lot i like to compare like if i'm in a relationship and it's not something doesn't work out how i want it to and then like i imagine how it would have worked out and i compare the two like you know like you like to say delusional I, like, bring what I imagined into real life. And, like, if it still doesn't work out, then I just, like, I'm just, like, I'm done. I'm done. No. I know if that makes sense. So you make imaginary expectations of people, then when they don't live up to it, you like to throw them away. Yeah. Not throw them away, but, like, I just, 
I just like you know like a mama bird pushes someone out of the nest. That's what I do. The bird that I'm can't like, fly. Go, go fly to somebody else because it's not working. The mama bird pushes the bird that can't fly out of the nest. <laughs> I mean, he can fly. He's just probably just gonna take him a little while to flap, flap, flap. But once he flaps, he does well. You know. I think I see what you're saying. I don't. I don't think that yeah, makes like, you a bad person. I don't. You know. I think that when it comes to being a person, you are a daughter, you are a worker, you are a girlfriend, you are a. Am, why are you laughing? <laughs> like you started off as daughter, but I get what you're saying. Continue. So you're just a bad girlfriend. Yeah, like I'm I'm a I'm a bad girlfriend in situations where like this is what I said and I honestly have to give I have to come to the conclusion that because I have to make sacrifices with so many other things in my life, when it comes to relationship, that's the one space where I feel like I deserve to have someone that ticks nine out of ten of my boxes. And I don't think I have ten boxes, I just Whatever, you know, like, everyone has a mental checklist of their person. And I feel like you can find that in multiple people. I feel like because I have to make sacrifices in so many other areas of my life, when it comes to relationships, I don't want anything hard. Like, I want my relationship to be easy. And I don't think that's something unrealistic. Yes, we're going to have arguments. Yes, we can have disagreements. But it's like... I spend my time just not wanting to be around you. Like, that's weird to me. I don't want that. Like, I want it to be easy. I want to be around you. I want you to be able to do stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that type of stuff. Like, so do you, think, like, do you think the ends of wanting a good relationship justifies the means of, uh, you know, being uh, not that nice sometimes to your uh, your current partner? Is, is that the... You mean, like, being mean? Like, you mean, like being kind of mean to them so they become who you want that sounds like what you're describing to me I mean I wasn't being mean like that's the thing like okay you know my good friend Janelle something that she says and I honestly like think it's true she's always like (laughs) she's always like don't let your boyfriend prevent you from meeting your husband you know what I mean Yes, I've heard that phrase many times before. It's It's people like you that strike fear into hearts of men. No, I don't think I strike. I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think, um, I don't think guys are like, like me. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, I don't think guys like me. I think maybe twice a year I'll have like a suitor. But, like, otherwise from that, I'm not that girl who, like, guys are, like, like, jumping fences or, like, running after. You know what I mean? So maybe my disposition of, like, wanting to find the perfect guy is going to be the thing that makes me end up alone because I don't have, like, a line. Like, I've never had a roster. Like, I'm not that girl who has a roster. So it's, like, yeah, I don't think guys, I'm not that girl. You know what I mean? Like, when it comes to guys' relationships, I don't think I'm that girl. In in other areas of my life, maybe, but I'm not like a 
guy's girl. Does that make sense? Like It does. I do see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, like that's not me. That's not me. Well then, Ro, I appreciate you calling in and uh, sharing your story. Um, I hope you call in again uh, Thursday or Saturday. I will call in again. This was great. And when this thing blows up, I'll buy you a bottle of Don Perignon. Don Perignon. Keep that on. Keep that on record. And, uh, you know... Once you find that relationship for you and, uh, you know, I blow up, I'll make sure to, uh, I'll throw you some money for your marriage counseling therapist. <laughs> Have a good night, Ro. Good night. Good night. Have a great night. Hey. Hello. I'm good, thanks. With me? Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah, I'm For ready. the story? Yeah. Okay, so my boyfriend and I went with his family. Like 20 of us went to this log cabin in Colorado. Literally no service, so we had nothing to do. So we had to keep ourselves occupied. And two of his cousins were like, yo, we're in Colorado, so we definitely want to do drugs. So they secretly took one of the family cars and they drove to, uh, what is that called? A dispensary? And they bought a bunch of oil and they made brownies. So they made homemade brownies. Because keep in mind that the house was like three stories tall, you know, so we're, we were all kind of separated. And so they made the brownies and we ate it. Or the next day we ate it. And we felt like it didn't hit. We were like, nah, this isn't anything. It's not hitting. And so two hours passed by. And we're like, we should go ahead and seek. So six of us, big ass adults, are trying to hide inside the house. That sounds like a terrible idea. Huh? That sounds like a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. So we each started finding places to hide, but keep in mind that all of the like 18 other people that came with us, 14, whatever, they're like doing normal people cabin things. So everybody's hiding, and I'm choosing a place to hide. So I go into this room. I'm like, let me go into this other room. What is it? I thought it was a closet. Turns out it wasn't a closet. It was um, a bathroom, and my boyfriend's dad was taking a shit in there. And he was concentrating so hard that he didn't notice that I was there. And I don't know why, but I kept laughing so hard. And I, because I saw him like butt naked, just sitting on the toilet. And I kept laughing and laughing. And I laughed so hard that I lost my breath. And at that time, I didn't realize that the brownie had hit. So I go up and call up the hide and seek search. I'm like, hide and seek is done, guys. Hide and seek is done. 
See, and I kept laughing and laughing, and I was so out of breath, and everybody kept asking me why, what's wrong? Why are you laughing so much? I was like, I just saw a 40-year-old man, booty naked, sitting on the toilet. He was just grunting, you know, like the old man does. He was just hunched over. He was so, like, in thought, in the process. He wasn't even phased that I was there. Like, he didn't even realize I was there until I told him. I was like, dude, why did I catch you taking a shit with the door open? And he was like, Nora, I didn't think anybody would walk into the bathroom first off. And he was like, second off, I wasn't taking a shit, I was pissing. And I was like, you piss sitting down? He's like, yeah, I always have. And yeah, it's another story. That was pretty funny. I feel like there's a lot to take away from that. Mm-hmm. I don't pretty funny moment. I used to piss sitting down. I used to piss sitting down because I'd be too lazy to stand up. Because, like, you kind of have to aim when you're standing up to, like, get it in the hole. It's kind of like a little mini game every day in the life of a man. So, when I get too lazy to aim and put the toilet seat... Because even if you put the toilet seat up, you can still hit the rim. So, sometimes I'll just sit down on the toilet and just do it that way. Only at my house, though. If I'm in public being, I, I just never sit down because what's the point? It's dirty, you know? Yeah, apparently a lot of men like um, came with the toilet seat down. I wasn't really aware of that. Yeah, it's until recently. It's just a safer method, I'd say. A lot less cleanup, nastiness. That story reminds me of the time that I don't know. It wasn't. It's not that big of a deal or that big of a story, but I remember I had went on a. Um, I was on a field trip for like high school or something and there was this you know like the rest stops uh-huh. we went to this certain rest stop and uh we had stopped obviously we went inside and i went to go use the bathroom and there was this priest and i saw this priest like he was like you just ever see somebody like in the same building as you and you guys happen to be doing the same thing but you know you guys don't talk about it or anything or like two car or like a car that you've been driving with that's just been following you for a long destination or alongside you for a long destination you're like oh no there goes the red car they're turning off you know mm-hmm. well this priest happened to kind of beeline for the bathroom the same way i did and i was like oh wow I looked so noble of him he's a priest but he got to the bathroom before i did and all the other stalls were taken so as all the, these other stalls are taken, like, I was trying to wait and see which one would come up first, but every single bathroom that I tried to go into was just dirty and disgusting, because you know how people just use, the, like, the toilet and they just leave it, like, with toilet paper everywhere and, like, pee and poop? Oh, yeah. And it's like, I, I don't want to clean up. Like, you try to find the toilet that's at least dirty to, like, kind of clean up and sit on. So basically, you you try to find like a toilet seat that's the least dirty so you can clean clean it and sit on it. So pretty much everybody went in the bathroom and it was all dirty and disgusting. And I was waiting there for such a long time that I was just like, whatever, I'm just going to wait until the priest comes out because I'm sure when the priest comes out, his toilet's going to be absolutely fine. 
And you could tell he was a priest, just like he had a Bible in his hand. Like he literally looked like one. Like he just, or maybe I shouldn't say priest, but he was definitely a religious man. You know what I mean? And like these people are the weirdest people. Hmm. These people are the weirdest people. Well, what was really weird is when I went inside the stall and I saw the way that the bathroom was just completely blown up, just like the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know why, but I just expected better from you. Your words will ring throughout my show, Laura. jazz music. You can't hear it, but I can. It's just so good. Oh, okay. So, I... Um... You're distracting me. I just see your poop moving everywhere. Anyways, I ordered food for me and my coworkers, and we got, like, two large drinks and one small drink, right? Something how the guy, as he's giving me, he's like, do you want a cup holder? I go, yeah. Obviously, I want a fucking cup holder. You're so he, mean. He puts the drinks in the cup holder. Why are you so mean right? about cup holders? No, let me let me explain why. As he's giving me the cup holder, he's like, oh, I think you want, might want to hold it tight. Like, pretty good. And as he says that, the cup holder folds in half. And all the drinks go in my car. <laughs> Ice, Coke, Sprite, everything. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, I was going to tell you that. It happened earlier today. I was like, bro, if it happened earlier today, why the fuck would you not give me two cup holders? Fucking twat. Did you, say, did you just say twat? Yeah. You're big mad. I'm what? You're big mad. I am so mad. No, I understand. I, I understand. <laughs> I would have been extremely yeah. mad too because I specifically like to keep my car clean. But go on. What happens next? Well, my car wasn't clean to begin with. So now I've been moving off so long, contacting this guy who details cars because the strength of his truck is like a hundred bucks. Um, but now I'm gonna do it, even though it's gonna hurt my soul. I'm gonna do it because now there's soda all over my car. All over my great CDs. 
Damn, that sucks. That really does suck. Like, I couldn't say that that's unfortunate enough, bro. That sucks. Also kind of funny, though. Yeah, I was scooping ice out of my car, you know? The lowest point in my life. You'd say that's the lowest point in your life? Huh? You'd say that's the lowest point in your life? Of my car life? Yeah. Oh, besides the fact that my car got so low. I guess that would be my second lowest part. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. Car accidents could just happen at any time, too. I think every time I get in my car, I always think about that. I'm like, damn, like, if I'm not careful, and even if I am careful to the fullest degree, like, my life could still end. It just takes one mistake. Like one perfect mistake and I could just die. I'm like, I should pay attention when I drive. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And it doesn't even have to be my fault either. Like, it can be completely out of your control. When your car got totaled, it was out of your control, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. You know what I think about all the time? What? It's about like, okay... We're going to die, right, as humans, all of us. But what I constantly think about is how are we going to die? You know what I mean? Like, like, am I going to die from cancer? Am I going to die from, you know, um, a mall shooting? Yeah, bro, that's so random. It could be anything. Yeah. Am I going to die in a car accident? Am I going to die drowning? Oh, my God, I hope it's not drowning. It's a pretty painful death. But I guess I stopped thinking about that when I realized I just can't control it anyway. Yeah, that's what this one psychologist said. It's like, if you can't... If you can't change the future, and you can't change what to expect, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then why worry about it if it's not in your hands? It's not in your control. The more you worry, nothing's going to change. I do think a lot, like, when my parents are driving or whatever. Like, recently, my parents drove, like, cross-country. And I was like, wow, like, oh, my God, what if they get in a car accident? But nothing happened. Thank God. But that was, like, a constant thought that I had for days while they were driving. I was like, oh, my God, just one mistake, one this, one that. Yeah. And I think throughout all that... how long our parents have lived. I know, right? Like, I didn't actually... I actually processed that recently. Like, they lived my, twice my lifetime. A lot of years to live, bro. Would have been kind of tired of it already sometimes. I hope I get to that old. You said you hope to be that old? Yeah, I hope to die old. Me too. I actually know a couple of people that are like, I want to die when I'm, uh, oh, like I want to join the 27 club or I want to die before I'm like 50 or 60.
And I don't know. I just feel like at any age in your life, there's just always more to learn. This planet goes crazy. And I've only lived this set amount of years that I've had in my life in one specific spot, too. There's so many other spots I've just never been to. There's still so much we have to do. Yeah, like, I got stuff to do. I'm not ready to wrap up at all. Me neither. I still have to be a boss bitch. I haven't reached my peak yet. Would you say that you're dedicated to being a boss babe? I am dedicated to being a boss bitch. Like, I want to be so rich that my husband can stay home. That's how rich I want to be. And I want to come home to a clean house. So, you want to be the breadwinner? I want to be the breadwinner. Do you want him to have your kids? I would want him to have my kids if he could. Like, you want to impregnate him? Yeah. Maybe throughout these li- these years that you hopefully live, technology will improve so that you can do that. That'd be a pretty good dream come true. I don't want kids anyways, but I would definitely love a house husband. I mean, like... Yeah. You don't get to tell me what to do, you know what I mean? You're my bitch. I'm just kidding. But. Are you? Uh, a little bit. There's a little truth in that, but. No, I would love to take care of a person that I love and, like, not hold anything over them like most men do. Thank you for sharing, Nora. Have a good night. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you, Jack. Mm-hmm. For having me. Thank you. Have a good night. You too.